What's up, everybody? It's your main man, Bennett, back here and again, and welcome to the All About It podcast. Ha! Uh, let's see here. I got some notes in front of me. They say, uh, today I have with me is Ariel. Okay. Jumped right in. Didn't hesitate. I'm going to read my own writing there. Right it said you you're s- here with <laughs> me as I as we are. Right when you said my name, I heard the train. So if that ever gets old, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> But Can't do anything about it. We'll move eventually. The train. Well, the we train. We can't live f- here forever. Maybe we can adopt the train. Like you know, we've been talking about Foster having kids, it. and instead of you know, some people they have kids, and some people they adopt a kid. And I, <laughs> what if we just adopted a train? Because you can adopt a highway. Can you? Can you? Can Should you, really? you? Will you? Will we adopt a train? Wait. So, what were you telling me about? Um, just just now in the car, you said. Could I could I eat it in a box? No, no, could no. I eat it with a fox? What? You were saying that like it's twenty twenty, so pets are the new kids and plants are the new pets. Right. Yeah, it's twenty twenty. Kids Not for everyone, kids, obviously. Kids are out. Uh, pets are in, and plants are the new pets. Plants are really in. Which I'm into that though. I'm into the plants are the new pets. Because you have, you have some, I almost said pets, but no, you have some plants. We've had some plants for years and years and years. And yeah. we've had some ups and downs. Some and ups and downs. Turnarounds. And we've had to really work hard. And by we, I mean you. Yeah, I was going to say, what the hell are you, you talking about? You've been about? working really uh, diligently about fixing and repairing all these uh, plants. We had one that was very sick. It died. It died. Which has never happened to me but before. But you brought it back from... The dead. No, I didn't. Oh, what am I thinking? You had a pl- we had a plant that was maybe it, had, it was a fake plant. It had bugs all over it, like oh, little mites. Oh, it was oh, wilting. That it was, all got taken care of. Don't you worry. Yeah, you treated it like it was a, a like a like you were an army medic. But there was one that was maybe like sixteen years old that just finally couldn't hang anymore it probably had something to do with what i did to it but who knows you live and you learn anyway we can review wowzers what do we even start with (laughs) in my notes the first thing i have is we were on a walk earlier this week and we passed by a guy laying in the grass and as i'm approaching i'm like okay this is very like cliche for our neighborhood i get it he's like basking in the sun on the grass and as we pass by him he says hey do one of you have the time and i look at my phone and i was like it's 3 15 like we were already past him i looked back and i was like it's 3 15 and then i looked at my phone and it said 3 18 but i rounded down to make it easier on myself i don't know why I don't just want to say the full number. Right. I just don't. I just, it seems like, I almost said it seems dorky. What, to give the exact time? <laughs> the exact time and placement of the sun it is. is... In, it is in the year of our Lord, 2020, 515 <laughs> p.m. Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> so I, as we passed him, I told Bargles, I said, I feel this like immense guilt because I was off by three minutes. And then my, and yeah, then my you phone. Did, to be honest, you did look like you saw a ghost. Like my, the look on your face after that happened. I was like, how's. And then yeah. my phone turned to 319 and I was like, OK, this is getting even worse. And then I think to myself, like, that's the kind of guy that looks like he has like a 
five to ten minute leniency on life. You know what I mean? So I didn't feel as much guilt. Fair enough. Yeah, it was kind of hard to get a read on him. I know the, what you're ta- the moment you're talking about here. And uh, I don't know if he was... I don't think he was homeless. No, I don't but think so. But I know that he was intoxicated. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. He was really? definitely intoxicated. So... Seems like he could have just read on him. been like on his lunch break, hanging out across the street from I'll the beach. He had a big old smile on his face. They're gonna say something else. I think he was wearing like Oakleys. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, whatever. Can you picture that? No, oh, yeah, it's uh, that's real cute. Okay, so <laughs> we went to L.A. this past weekend to Los visit. Los Angeles we is the long went, way to went, say it. Went to go visit our friends David and Dietra in Malibu. Shout out to Dave and Dietra and their children. Noah and Moshe. Moshe, Moshe. I don't know. <laughs> Some cute kids and uh, even Love cuter adults. Oh, yeah. So cute. Went to Malibu. Took us too long to get to downtown LA to see Brother Evan. But yeah. we ended up getting Korean barbecue and all was well. Place called, the whole day was great. What, what was the Korean barbecue spot? I think it was called Genwa. Yeah. Gen Genwa Genwa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I had never been to a place like that it in my was, life. It was. Ew. When you kiss the fingers, you know, and Ew. and then they explode, and because it. Mwah. Yeah, don't touch me yeah, after this. Yeah, Never, I've never been to a, a real deal Korean barbecue place. I mean, I was looking forward to it. It did not disappoint. It was so good. And also the so uh, satisfying. Uh, the company was delightful. You know, my my older brother and especially his girlfriend Michelle just. Just lovely. Yeah, give give Michelle a round of applause. Evan doesn't need it. He's fine. Yeah, he's good. He's doing fine. He's got really he's got really big pecs. My my big brother's got big pecs right now, and the whole family's really excited about it. <laughs> so, big ups to the big bro. Big ups. Big ups. Does he listen to this? Probably no. Hell no. Yeah, probably not. No. I can't even imagine. Okay, so. Earlier, or right before we got... No, no, no. After the restaurant. Early in the morning. We were walking to our car, and this lady turns to Bargles, and she goes, what time is it? And he goes, 8.53. And she's like, no, no, no. The exact time. And I just thought that was Yeah, we went back and forth a couple times. I said 8.53. Very clearly. And she got angry with me, and she said, no, I I mean the The exact exact time." time. And I was like... Yeah, it's still 8.53. And then I, because I had just. Maybe she wanted seconds. I had just, right. It's 8.53 and 29 and 30 and 31. She wanted the exact time. And and she too also, I don't know if she was intoxicated or just like in that kind of haze that some homeless people can get into where I, I have no idea where they're at. But she definitely wasn't like a normal, sober like rational person like sure. she had you know trash coming out of her pockets and stuff like that if yeah, i remember she correctly just been picking up trash you never know but I, then it took I'm me her the about a block out. later i'm thinking to myself like what the hell do you got going on tonight lady you're on a schedule you got a tight schedule really <laughs> maybe she okay. was maybe, maybe it's a bus thing we used to have to take the bus and it would come at 10 33 that's true no 10 34 you know what that is actually a very very fair and rational so you know what and that 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 actually makes it make a lot more sense, you know. I take back my dorky statement about saying the exact time. Yeah, the, she needed the exact time. I know not what for, but that <laughs> I know is, not what for. That is none of my business. She's entitled to 
have all the trash she wants. All right. So speaking of trash, we're going to get into it. We what? finally Why? started. What? Oh, what? We finally started watching Love is Blind. Ooh. Wait. So when you say trash, you think it's like a trashy show? You know show? what I mean. You mean no, it's like I a trashy no, show? No, I don't think it's a trashy show. You think the show? people on it are trash? You We're, think the hosts, Nick and Vanessa Lachey, are trash? You and I are laughing at it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, so you think the show, in just a general sense, is, for lack of a better term, trash. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> because I love it. But it's like it. the best thing ever. <laughs> I find myself, like, my cheeks hurt when I watch it sometimes. Yeah. We've only seen the handful of episodes. Yeah. But yeah, my... I don't even know I've why. I've seen like four. I have to, I catch, five? I, I think I'm on five. Yeah, five or six. Yeah, I think. yeah. I catch myself just like smiling like an idiot at the TV, thinking this show is horrible, but like I love every bit of this show. This is exactly yeah, it's if, perfect. If you haven't seen it or heard of it yet, it's a show on Netflix, so you can binge all you want. And it's essentially a show where. A bunch of guys come on and a bunch of girls come on at the same time and they have these dates in these pods and they can't see each other. They can only hear each other and they they're meant to the whole experiment is what they call it is to fall in love just by talking to someone and not by looks at all, which is why it's called Love is Blind. Yeah. And this you only have like a few days. Yes, some of them get engaged within like five days, I think it was. I don't want to spoil anything else, but there have just been some really funny parts. Like there are certain people on the show that don't end up getting engaged and moving forward to the next stage of the experiment. Um, And one of the guys, was it Roy? Rory? Roy? But he was this like random guy who like kept talking up the guys and the guys were in the guy room and you never heard him like talk about a girl or anything else and he was always just there like rubbing the other guy's shoulders and being like man man you got this just breathe in and breathe out that's all you need to do man you got this bro we think we think he's a plant oh yeah he's a plant he's like a he's like a producer oh yeah he actually is like a totally real person. Yeah, in my notes it says get, Love is Blind. His, all their Instagrams. Love is Blind. Rory is a plant. Um, <laughs> He's probably not a plant. He's just that kind oh, of guy. Oh, and when, um, when the last couple got engaged, the Giannina, Giovanna. Well, here, the I mean, guy... this is a lot of spoilers here, but. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Okay, sorry. There's. I just have to say one spoiler. Fine. This is your show. You can do whatever the hell you want, lady. <laughs> Okay, he just he I'm not going to say who proposed. Fine. She gets proposed too. That I don't think that's that big of a deal. This girl gets proposed to and the guy comes in and he goes, "Okay, can you just say your full name again?" <laughs> Cuz he needed to propose to her, but he needed to hear her full name. Right. He didn't even know her full name. And then she's like, I mean, he said her name Kind of like he didn't really hear her name. Yeah. He kind of was like, Janina. Milady. Because her, mid- her middle name is Milady. Milady, literally. Milady. That really. that <laughs> Really took a turn for that me. That messed me up. Because <laughs> I didn't know that you could have that as a you middle didn't name. Milady. 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 Anyway. 
So yeah, that kind of took me out of it. Yeah, that took it's, me out of it's it. It's a real. These are real people yeah. trying to find love. The, this is a, a tough world we live in. You know, like the f- famine and uh, Nick Lachey? Cor- coronavirus. Like there's all this stuff going on, and to find somebody that you can be get engaged to in five days and then spend the rest of the month with, it's just it's what we all want. And know? so they, when they say experiment day one, it's like. 40 days left until the weddings and that basically means that they have 40 days to date like basically speed date fall in love get engaged spend time together have try to make a physical connection and then get married within 40 days or something like that so we're we're going through it right now and if you've been going through it you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about yeah (laughs) i wouldn't say it's trash i would say that it's very close to trash but there's something about it that I I do like. It's a little refreshing. We haven't really watched like the reality TV no, world we barely for watch TV for a all. long time, and I think we just kind of fell upon it, fell upon the show. Oh, I mean, you guys. Okay, so if you're gonna watch it, put it on, and then after a few episodes, go to YouTube and search for Saturday Night Live Love Is Blind. Oh yeah, they do because a skit. they did a great skit on it, and it was very well done. So that's about it for my uh, my notes here, Morgles. That's all I got. You've, re- you've reviewed yourself. The only other piece of news, a little bit of housekeeping for you, is that we launched new prints. Oh, hey, how about that? Which is the first launch of the year. That's right. I'm finally sleeping now. And Those midnight hours, though, you get the weird midnight juices, and sometimes I really do. Sometimes you you know it might. It's like I don't want to be up late working but sometimes you get some it's almost like we could segue it's almost like we could segue well i don't know what i don't know that's true you don't know yeah i don't know i don't own a segue (laughs) i assume the insurance is horrible (laughs) but i do have an uh question question yes yes i do um i'm gonna raise my hand okay uh are you calling me it call, reminds me of Wedding Crashers when he's like, um, Mr. Gray. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, wedding season. <laughs> so today's episode. Right. Do you have a even an idea of what it could be about? <laughs> today's episode is all about coming up with new ideas. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Wow. <laughs> Holy hell. All right. Well, well, if you're still with us, there you go. So what is what? OK, first off, all about coming up with new, new ideas. ideas. First, first, let's start this. What is it? What do you what's an idea? Why? Who? What What do you mean? Mm, what do you what do you right. mean? What do you mean? So as I'm, you know, going through the motions of the new prints and whatnot, it's always there's always this little bit of you know step it up or in my mind anyway to myself it's kind of like a little challenge like what can we do next or what what can be done what can be done and this could be in a lot of different areas of a lot of different lives you know what i'm saying i'm just gonna kind of talk through ways that i get inspiration ways that i take that inspiration and flip it on its butt so like for example bargles likes to play the keyboard on occasion 
and maybe at the end he'll be like, hey, listen to what I came up with, and it's always new, but you have to be in the zone. I can't just tell you, here, take your keyboard and start playing. You wouldn't be, like, how would you feel about that? You probably wouldn't probably wouldn't want to. You have to be in the mood. Oh, for me, yeah. 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 I definitely have to be kind of inspired to pick up the keyboard or the guitar or whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah. To feel like, and then when you're there and you, I mean, time goes by really fast for me when I'm there and I do feel like I'm always kind of learning something when I get in that zone. Yeah. yeah. But, but I, yeah, I can't really force it. And I have plenty of times trying to get better at, you know, just playing an instrument or playing with the software on my computer and it, if I'm not feeling it, it just, time doesn't move fast. It moves real slow. <laughs> and I feel like I don't know what I'm doing and I get frustrated. And then I don't really, it doesn't really last as long. So yeah, I have to, I have to have like the lightning bolt moment. And then it's my choice whether I get the keyboard out of my closet and plug it in. Yeah. And then use that lightning bolt metaphor to power my whatever I'm doing. And all I hear when he's doing that is just a bunch of clinking and clinking and pounding on the keys. Just sounds like you're going at something. I go, I go, uh, yeah, I get pretty, pretty into it. You're going hard one time and I, I uh, wondered if Jeff thought, you know, our next door neighbor thought what was happening. What was happening in there? Can you be more, can you elaborate? Can you be uh, more not really. You think Jeff was what? I think he was like, what's going on in there? It was a lot, a lot of, of banging around. Okay, oh, so. Well, I see what you I see what you did there. I see what you're getting Shout out to Jeff. Yeah. F.A. <laughs> Best package handling neighbor of all yeah, time, Yeah, he if you takes ask me. in our packages, so don't even try to take them, because Jeff already got them. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Jeff loves a good sugar cookie, so. He loves the kind where it's like, um, you know. You know when you got a great neighbor, you know? <laughs> no, Cheers to all are... the great neighbors out there. Like a good neighbor. Jeff is there. <laughs> that was off. I'm trying to think of what what that sugar cookie is called, where it's like really soft and then it's like the icing. Kind of crumbly. Uh, kind like, of. Yeah, it's super, super sugary. Think of store-bought sugar cookies with like the really smooth frosting on top. And they're usually like themed. Right. Valentine's Day, St. Mm-hmm. Patrick's Day, what, oh, yeah. what have you. We're talking about new ideas. And like I said, new prints droppeth this week and as I'm leading up to a print release I kind of think to myself okay what are we gonna do that's gonna make it you know a little bit different something that everybody will maybe like or just stuff like that and since I've been releasing new prints for the past almost three years we're coming up on three years three years of the print shop wow so Every time I learn more and more about what people like, it's kind of an experiment to see like, okay, if I put this out, are people going to like it? For example, one of the prints in the collection that just came out, I never, ever thought that it would be as popular as it is. It was one of the, one of the ones where I was like, oh, I'm going to put this in here and kind of see what happens. I like it, but it's, I just didn't expect that to happen. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So in terms of coming up with new ideas, I was thinking about this and one of our new prints is a collaboration piece with Layered Vintage. 
shout out Jill. We've mentioned her before. Would love to have her on one day, by the way. But that was a print where there was a day of shooting involved. There was planning involved. It was during a certain time period when we when Jill had the flowers. And I did a shout out on Instagram and I was like, if anybody has an old car that they'd like to let us deck out in flowers and photograph, let me know. And I got a handful of responses and the sweetest soul, Amina from San Diego, messaged me a picture of her baby blue bug and she was like, I want to do this. And she was super available, super generous with her time and so positive such a light so that whole situation came together and I am not the kind of person to organize this kind of thing it came together real quick too do you remember how stressed out I was the day before that right trying to figure out like what is this gonna look like I have no idea here's here's you know plan a and the preferred plan on where to park the car and then here's plan b and i didn't know which one was going to be the one until i put the pictures on my computer right you know so well when you're you're running and gunning in terms of different locations to shoot yeah timing you know the you only have so much so many hours that you can get the installation installed and then photographed and then maybe relocate to another place and do the same thing again and the more you do it the better you get at it the faster it gets dismantling setting back up getting things back in the energy especially when the time starts to crunch everyone's kind of elevates their game a little bit to like get that and that's why the print that came was one of like the end of the day last place it was the last place we went mm-hmm. to one of my last shots right the yeah. train the train agrees the train was there the train was there the sprinter was howling we were near the sprinter station yeah <laughs> so that day what it ended up being perfect the the reason it was so tough to come up with a location is because it's a car you have to be in somewhat of a private safe place so that Like, I didn't want to have it on, you know, Coast Highway and step into the street to get the shot. You want it to be, you know, off of a main street and a little bit tucked away, but not too much. And then the background has to be right. The lighting has to be right. So having two locations was key. And then it ended up working out so well. And had you told me that it would look like what it looks like now, the day before we shot, I would have been so shocked how that came out the whole thing just it's so funny because in the moment I was so worried and just I I had so many emotions I was excited I was worried I was anxious to to shoot it I wanted everyone to be happy I just like was organizing it and I think I just built that up so much that at the end of it I was like why did I even you know overreact emotionally like that right like what was the point of that well, it's part of it. Yeah. You know, it's just a natural part. You got a bunch of moving pieces. You have other people involved and you're you're a people pleaser. Oh, right. You know, what can you say? So my point is that I've been wanting to do this shoot and this concept for a long time. Jill and I have been talking about this 
for what feels like forever. This was like our dream shoot and it finally happened. And I feel like maybe I was feeling the pressure coming up with that idea took it took a collaborative effort. Right. By so many people. Jill had an assistant. We had Amina with the car. You were there. Our friend Michael Borden was there taking some film with his film camera on video camera. <laughs> Shout out, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, he was there for the second part of the day. But it was just a lot well, of a the, lot of moving parts. The thing, like, I, I have some takeaways myself. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, being a secondhand kind of viewer of the whole process. And one of the biggest ones was, like you said, you and Jill talked about this shoot or a shoot of this type this make this makeup mm-hmm. of flower bombing a thing in this case a vw bug like a classic bug yes great call on that but you guys have been talking for months maybe maybe even over a year i've heard the ter- the idea of flower bomb vw bug that idea has been kicked or around bus. or bus you've, we been ki- you've been kicking around for over 12 months yeah it's been a long time yeah, yeah, yeah. but the but you put a post out in your stories on instagram two weeks ago uh no i can't remember when it it wasn't that long ago yeah so the point is you put the post out you get a response back you orchestrated the shoot for a couple days later less than a week later Mm -hmm. and then you brought the pieces together pretty as much as it's like 12 months in advance it's also like last minute it's both yeah that's what i'm trying to get at is you kept planning this and talking about this but even still you like this lightning bolt moment happened and you all kind of took advantage of it. Yeah. And you worked with it and made it happen. And now it exists. You know, all the thing, all the problems that you thought you were having about finding the place or getting it, the, all those things kind of fade away. And all that's left is the image, the print, the print. That, and then maybe the idea of maybe, hey, why don't we go do it again? Because now we're better at, you know, getting together and putting stuff, pieces together. It's like, why not just go and do it again right make it sound so easy bargles well it's not it's not but at the same time it can be it's like you talk about it for a year but then the actual like action of it took about 10 days but then the whole editing it i mean it looks much different from how it was shot and after i was done it took me a week to figure out exactly what i wanted it to look like and i didn't want to rush it and i wanted it to be good and It wasn't coming to me for a few days, and I just kept thinking, like, all right, when am I going to come up with the idea to make it look cool or different or new, like a new idea? And Like the the whole cycle starts all over again. Right. So it's definitely an interesting process. That's an example of just me putting pressure on myself to perform a certain way, and I don't need to at all, really. So it's just about letting go and not not worrying about it and it's not that big of a deal and just kind of removing myself from what I think it should be and just let it happen anyway that's the car story (laughs) it's always nice to get a little reminder that like you can think about it and you can talk about it and all those things but the actual doing of it the doing of it lasts forever and it's just blam but like it, right. it could be. I mean, obviously, you guys talking about it. Maybe it's like every time you talked about it, you're putting another penny in that that hat 
or how about a qu- how about a quarter? <laughs> you know, you're putting another another penny in that pond or <laughs> you know some other. You get the idea. So you, you, every time you talked about it, you're putting a little bit more energy yeah. into this thing, and you're kind of like feeding it like a baby, and it's getting bigger. The idea is getting bigger every time you talk about it. It's a li- you feed it the Gerber baby a little bit more, but then at some point, it's like this baby is a big fat baby now, and we need to spank it on the bottom and <gasps> get a get a move on, Burgles. and and stop talking about it, and stop feeding the idea and make it. Happen. For the record, I do not condone spanking babies. It's a metaphorical baby. We can beat the hell out of a metaphorical <laughs> baby, okay? This isn't a real baby. Obviously, disclaimer, if you're getting parenting advice from me, that's on you. Hey, kids in the back. It's on you, bro. <laughs> that's right. But in this metaphorical baby sense of an idea that's just you've been cultivating this idea, I f- that's, that's my biggest hang-up, too, is you have an idea for so long, and you keep playing with the idea, but then where? But then what do you do? And then sometimes you're like, the idea is good enough, you know. Yeah, thinking about yeah. flower bombing a car, just talking about it's fun. That whole day was awesome, and we all ended up getting enchiladas. So nothing, you know. That's best it. way to end the day. Best way to end the day, honestly. So, and I ordered guac for the table, so that was fun too. <laughs> Boss move. <laughs> Boss move. Yeah, the guacamole is okay. The guac for the it's table. not. It doesn't blow my ass off. I love that, that whenever the guac comes in the uh, that like flauta or like whatever. No, I don't even know. Or, it. It's not a flauta. Or it's like a, it'll come in like a, a mortar and pestle thing, but without the pestle. What is that thing called? The pestle? That's the mortar and the pestle? Yeah, I don't know which one is which. You know actually. what I'm talking about, though? Yeah, it's yeah. like that stone bowl with little tiny short legs. Right, right, right. <laughs> I prefer when it's in like the deep fried cone of I don't even know what it is. Yeah, like f- deep deep fried it's like a tortilla, tortilla, something like that. I, don't I think know. it's a deep fried flour tortilla. I, I'm into it. I'm into it. We gotta know. Speaking of enchiladas, boy, have I got a new idea for you now. Okay, so here's the thing. I've been on an enchilada hunt. But kind of unspoken. Like every time I go somewhere, I try their enchilada. And just kind of because I love them, first and foremost. And secondly, because I like seeing, you know, which ones are better. We've had some good ones and we've had some bad ones. Am I right? Oh, yeah, and enchiladas belong on the top of the the periodic right. uh, table of foods. And if you follow me on Instagram, you might know that I, you know... Take it somewhat seriously, and it's turned into more of a, um, what would you call it, Bargles? A fascination? Uh, yeah, a passion? I, yeah, I think those are great words. <laughs> I have a fascination with enchiladas. So a, I, yeah. A deep passion. A, a, you know, a, mole. A, 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 <laughs> mole, too? Yeah. Well, okay. So, I have a new idea, and it stemmed from something I love, which is enchiladas. And I'm going to start going around to places I've never been before and trying enchiladas I've never tried and documenting the entire thing. And it's going to be, it's going to be a thing. You know what I mean? Limited run series. Limited run series. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a limited run exclusive. Love is really blind. (laughs) 
So and place to place, and how, so are you going to review the establishment yeah, so, and the in the enchiladas? Like you're going to rate the enchiladas for people to right. then get a like a hierarchy of your very knowledgeable <laughs> and passionate. Clearly, so, right? I think the details are still being sorted out. To be honest, you're still talking with your people, right? We're talking with the people. We're talking with the team, <laughs> our full time team, and. Yeah, I just think some sort of video format, short episodes, great follow along kind of vibe. Uh, you know, obviously we're, you know, Bargles might make an appearance. He might not. I haven't decided yet. I sure hope so. It sounds like a great excuse to eat some enchiladas for cripe's sake. Well, that's not up to you yet. Okay. Just for, it's all just for show. Can't even, can't even taste it. <laughs> so that idea stemmed from... The love of literally enchiladas, which is so, so... That's silly. Silly to say, but that can be anything. I mean, I've been thinking about what am I sharing online and how does it bring value, which can be... It can feel like I'm just spinning in circles when I say that, um, because every day is what can I bring to the table, and whether it's like new prints or, or sharing my editing like how I edit which is something I want to do more of it's like why don't I just focus on the thing that I like doing the most and that eating I eating enchiladas right. is at the forefront of such and a list that yeah, is, makes sense to me that yeah. is at the top if not the top thing it's a top three <laughs> that's a top three so anyway <laughs> if my whole point is that I feel like sometimes we see other people do certain things and we think that we want to do that too, but we should really be focusing on the thing that we are good at and what we really love. Right, right. Well, and if you're in, out there in all about it land and you you like enchiladas, because who doesn't? All about it podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I didn't know great, where you were going with would this. Would be a great, uh, or DM us at the All About It podcast on Instagram. You don't have to do an email. You could do a DM or, you know, Facebook message. I don't know. Just get a hold. Just tell Ariel where you'd like it to go. Yeah, tell me tell where her, you like tell it. Tell her to go somewhere and she'll probably go. And then we'll <laughs> judge it very harshly. Right. Based on their sauce and... Uh, Presentation. I mean, what, well, you know, what, what, me- what metrics are you going to use? I mean, that's, so that's, that's got to be one of the harder things is figuring out what are your measurement tools? Right. So that's what I'm not sure about yet is like I have to, I have to be fair with like price points and comparing. I, I can't in my right mind compare a $3 takeout enchilada to a $20 enchilada plate at like a sit down restaurant. I mean, you they're can. just different products. You can you, but they're both say enchilada on the on the mm, line. See, that's on the where me- I'm... They both have a menu. The menu says enchilada, and on, and you get an enchilada in this styrofoam container. You get an enchilada on this nice uh, dinette dining set of a nice high quality porcelain. <laughs> <laughs> they're both an enchilada, but I yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I don't know. I need to, honestly, guys. I need to do more polls. This whole thing is getting out of hand. I what just if you end up finding out. one that's like obviously like the happy Goldilocks one, where like this isn't the cheapest one. It's not the most expensive one. Uh-huh. It's the one that this is the most like sustainable one. Uh-huh. It's got the be- it's got great ingredients. You don't feel like a big pile of garbage after you eat it. 
you know, there's a lot of factors. Right. I, I don't, uh, I don't envy you to, to figure out all the different measurement tools, but it will be like a score rating out of five, out of ten. Yeah, we don't know yet. Still working out those kinks, honestly. But it's coming, and I'm really excited. The only thing is that it's so random. <laughs> I'm thinking like IGTV, right? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Picture me like going, being like, Hey guys, we're here to try Sessie's enchilada today. I would love that. That's what I want. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Shirley Temple King on Instagram? Oh yeah, you showed me that y- guy. Yeah, you remember- Shirley Temple King. We should just model it after what he does. He's doing a bang up job, Shirley Temple King. Go check him out. He just reviews Shirley Temples. You know. He's. I feel like you can only. I mean. I mean. I guess enchilada is the same way. Enchilada is enchilada. Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple. This is the messaging, and it that I get from. Someone like you doing the enchilada thing or like the Shirley Temple King doing the Shirley Temple thing uh, is treat the thing that you love as if nobody has ever heard about it before. Yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody knows about it. They don't know. And then this other thing happened. They need you to tell them about it. They need you to convince them it's great. There is no one else. There is nobody else out doing it. Even though it seems like, obviously, whatever you're talking there's about. There's thousands of fu- food reviewers. There's a, there's a million yeah. point million people that are already doing it. They're more established. They have better equipment. They have a bigger team, bigger budget. And they've just been doing it for years. And they are running where you are crawling. So it's kind of like, eh, why even bother? That's why, the same with anything, why though. Even, why even bother? And, and I just feel like when and that's how a lot of people feel when they get like this new ideas, it's already so hard to like do it, make it happen. I think the trick is you got to kind of trick yourself. Oh, yeah. And you know, what's fun about that and like comparing yourself to other people is that they're doing the same thing you are with somebody else. Like no matter how you feel about somebody else or comparing yourself that person that you're either looking up to or you think that they have it all, it's like, no, they're doing the same thing except with a different person on their end, too. Sure, yeah. Everybody feels that way. And it's like, who cares what they're doing? Who cares? If you treat the thing that you love as if you're the only person that does it or thinks about it or that loves it, and there's this giant gaping void of, like, people have no idea how cool enchiladas are. There's a whole universe of people that don't even know what an enchilada is. Or have maybe never tried one, which is fine. I, I don't judge here. And a lightning honestly. bolt just struck me from the heavens and said, you love enchiladas and you want to talk about it. Then what are you waiting for? There's It's an emergency now. It's like a literal, like we have a, a problem on our hands and we have everything we need to solve this problem. Absolutely. We already have about 30 recommendations. Yeah, everyone on Instagram wrote in with their favorite places to get enchiladas. And then it took me a while to go through all of them and like look them up on Yelp, make sure they were legit, make sure they had good reviews and researched all of them. And then I listed them out and I'm probably going to go to all of them, honestly. Plus some. Or just narrow it down. Right. Maybe a little bit. That was that was a lot. That was like. 40 places. You know what I want? Is I want you to go to like, yeah, these 40, 50 places. Limited, <laughs> so limited run. Limited run. Too much. <laughs> you know, limited series. That is too much. Uh, I that can't. just goes forever. I don't know why I said that. You know, I think you got to go to these. And then when this is all said and done, you cook your own enchiladas. Right. You cook your own. 
because you'll or maybe you should even cook your own now and then go to all these places and then cook yours again right is that too much is that kind of weird yeah (laughs) yeah you're taking it too far all about coming up with new ideas. I got all the ideas, baby. All about shooting down Bargle's ideas. All about, hey, you know what? You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. And I like <laughs> shooting those shots, baby. So I have a couple items to drop before we go. And they're opposing ideas. Oh, I love it. But there are two ways that I... I don't want to say come up with ideas, but I guess. I mean, I save photos on Instagram to boards. You can have saved boards, like mood boards kind of on Instagram. And this isn't breaking news. I'm sure you know. But I have so many different boards and so many things saved. It can literally be the design on a chair like the back of a chair and I'm like oh I want to somehow spin that into a painting or I'll see any little thing and think like whoa that just hit me in the right way I'm gonna save that come back to it same with Pinterest I can save a thousand pictures and go back to it and it's like you can look at stuff forever and still feel kind of empty when it comes time to make your own thing and I think I've mentioned this before but someone somewhere did an experiment where they had two sets of creative people like two groups separated and one group of people had every piece of technology at their disposal they had all the books all the words all the pictures all the inspiration you can think of to come up with a creative idea or like a painting or something and then the other group of people had nothing except their thoughts and they just had to like sit with their thoughts and not have any sort of visual inspiration whatsoever and the group that didn't get any of the you know screen time or stuff to pull ideas from physically they're the ones that came up with the way more innovative and creative idea than the group that had everything at their disposal. So all that that. to say, sometimes for me personally, I have to get outside, remove myself, not look at anything or what anybody else is doing. And that helps more than anything. Like when I was working on the car print we talked about earlier, I kind of took a little break from stories and I wasn't really concerned with like, you know, doing that kind of stuff during that time because I knew that I needed a break to kind of clear out everything. And I feel like that's necessary for just about anybody. So whether you're working on something creative or not, I feel like getting outside, not looking at your phone. We've we've said this so many times, but honestly, I got to drive it home. And on Saturday when we went to L.A., I barely had my phone out that whole day. I just didn't I just didn't want to. It felt really good to just be by the beach and hang out and be in the car and just as silly as it sounds, just like look out the window and watch what goes by. And sometimes we just have our heads down and it's tough and, you know. 
Well, sometimes also a new idea takes forever to come to light. Mm-hmm. This car picture, this, that for the most recent release, or like a bunch of pictures in this release, it's not like you took all these pictures this past week. You know, it's not like they all just magically appear. They're all they all have their own story of how you got them, and in order to do that, you had to get out of the house. You had to get a camera together. You know, there's like steps and levels to whenever something is like introduced. Yeah. It's not like I think people think maybe it just shows up. Right. And it just happens. Like, oh, you know, those are just a bunch of random pictures in Ariel's camera roll and they just kind of ended up on the website. <laughs> yeah. And in a way, yeah, that's that is it. Yeah. Yeah, that is it. But you have to go to the place, you have to do the thing, you have to put yourself out there. And you just it's Taking the pressure off, gotta say, is huge. Like, d- don't worry about it so much. And then I feel like that's when the great ideas come. There you go. For me personally, anyway. Well, if you weren't being personal, then what are you being? Um, Not personable at all. You're not being a person. What the hell, Mark? You're not even a person. What the <laughs> hell? Oh, <gasps> my gosh. That's, Kids in the back. Sorry. That's the what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that is actually the secret word. Oh, what? Was, what do you, wait, what did you say? Did you say go to hell? No. Oh, you said what the hell? Yeah, bargles. Oh, comma, sorry. bargles. Sorry, I thought the secret word was go to hell. <laughs> my wife. Okay. We appreciate you tuning into All That oh, A Podcast. Oh my God, you better make oh. dinner for me tonight. When do I know? Oh, wait, can I just tell a really cute story really quick? They want, they want to hear it. Three, two, one. <laughs> I can tell it. Okay, so we are at Trader Joe's today. There was a really cute girl, you know, scanning our stuff and same with bagging and we were all chatting. They were, one of them turned around and she goes, do you make dinner every night to like another checker? And she was like, no, since my kids grew up and left the house, I don't really make dinner anymore. And and uh, she was like, does your husband make dinner? And she's like, God, no. If my husband made dinner, he would make pizza every night and the lady kind of turned back towards us and she's like can you imagine the luxury of your husband being able to make dinner all the time and i didn't say anything because because we don't talk back to checkers (laughs) no she wasn't really move on no she wasn't really (laughs) no we love talking to them she wasn't like asking us i think it was more of like a general statement you know what I mean? Right. But little, you... Little did she know. <laughs> you do make dinner, and you make it good all the time. Well, I'm not master chef. You know, I'm not yeah, Gordon but Ramsel. Ramsel. I just thought that that, in my sleep-deprived state, really put a smile on my face. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was like, that's just the way it is. Beaming for a second. Well, it might be a generational thing, too. No, I think it's case by case. And I'm not saying that, like... It's so, you know, it depends on your partner. It depends on the mood. Like, it's, I can cook too. I just find myself not doing it as often as you do it. You know? Well, then I think I heard one ladies go like, yeah, my husband can cook, but he can only cook three things. And I said, I love that because that's, that's pretty much me. I only cook like, I only cook like three things. Well... I feel like do we, a slight variation. 
we Just get a slight variation. We get in a rut with certain dishes and we obsess for a few weeks and then we move on to something else, I feel like, wouldn't you say? Sure. So that was just a kind of a cute moment. I kind of felt like, you know, proud of you, Bargles, for for wanting to do that. Well, hey, you're proud of me. I'm proud of you. We're all proud of you, the listener. Thank you for tuning in today to the All About It podcast. If you'd like to leave us a rating or review, feel free to do so or not. No judgment. And the All About It podcast Instagram is where you can go check us out At follow all about along it podcast it's a great instagram it's it's really taken really kind of getting a good uh, really going rhythm places going. <laughs> and uh on top of that ariel's got a as of yet unknown enchilada thing short story video kabakaz. i don't know what you're doing details coming soon it was more of a vehicle to kind of talk about the new idea thing exactly <laughs> Sometimes a new idea takes time. Yeah. Sometimes, hey, here's a, and I'll leave you with this. Just for sometimes we all have ideas, and I want this to be an optimistic thing. I don't what? want to end on a bad note. So if you want this to end on a happy note, maybe you turn off the episode now. What? And then I, okay, they're they've all left the room. They're now just just me and me and them talking about how. Listen, not every not every great idea is a good idea. <laughs> You, you hate you hate me saying this, but sometimes we all have a bunch of great ideas. Heck, I have about five or five or ten a day. You know me, got a bunch of great ideas. Not every great idea is a good idea. You know, so just t- allow time to transpire. Let the idea kind of manifest. You'll know, you'll know if it's worth doing. Oh jeez, Bargles. Sometimes we build something up. Is all I'm saying, and then sure, you know, it's not that. Be- it's a great idea. But not every great idea necessarily is a good idea. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Well, on that note, stay positive, stay optimistic, stay and <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Thanks, you guys. We'll see you next. Until next time. Bye.